Hello, everyone, and welcome to our podcast. This is Pastor Mike with the Aliante Community Baptist Church. We invite you, your family, and friends to join us as we study God's Word. So, let's begin. Thank the good Lord in heaven above. Well, I'd like you to turn in your Bibles to the book of Genesis. Genesis. As we continue the message from last week. Genesis chapter 24. And let's go to the Lord in prayer, please. Our Father in God, we come to you in the name of the Lord Jesus, and we thank you, Father, for all of your wonderful gifts. We thank you for the gift of music through which we can praise you, through which we can proclaim your truth, your message of love, through which we can 
together sing and lift up our voices in praise to you and to acknowledge the truth that Jesus Christ came into the world. He came into the world to save us, Lord. Going to the cross, rising from the dead, returning back to heaven in one day, we look forward with great anticipation. He will return. Now, O oh Lord, as we study your word, we pray that you will speak to our hearts by your Holy Spirit. As we study this passage, Abraham, Isaac, Rebecca, and the servant, as we see the typologies of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, as well as the Bride, we thank you, O oh Lord, for your word and for the truth that it contains. And we thank you for the wonderful, wonderful privilege of being your children. In Jesus' name we pray and give thanks. Amen. Amen. And so it's quite a long uh, passage. It's the longest passage, the longest chapter in the book of Genesis, and we read it all uh, last week. So we'll look at uh, just a, a few of, uh, of the verses. And uh, we'll begin at verse 34. Well, let's begin at verse 32, because then uh, we'll get a clear picture there. So beginning at verse 32 in uh, chapter 24. Then the man, that is the servant, came to the house, and he unloaded the camels and provided straw and feed for the camels and water to wash his feet and the feet of the men who were with him. Food was set before him to eat, but he said, I will not eat until I have told about my errand. And so he said, Speak on. So he said, I am Abraham's servant. The Lord has blessed my master greatly, and he has become great, and he has given him flocks and herds, silver and gold, male and female servants, and camels and donkeys. And Sarah, my master's wife, bore a son to my master when she was old, and to him he has given all that he has. Now my master made me swear, saying, You shall not take a wife or my son from the daughters of the Canaanites, in whose land I dwell. But you shall go to my father's house and to my family, and take a wife for my son. And I said to my master, Perhaps the woman will not follow me. But he said to me, The Lord before whom I walk will send his angel with you, and prosper your way. And you shall take a wife for my son from my family and from my father's house. You will be clear from this oath when you arrive among my family, for if they will not give her to you, then you will be released from my oath. And this day I came to the well and said, O Lord God of my master Abraham, if you will now prosper the way in which I go, behold, I stand by the well of water, and it shall come to pass that when the virgin comes out to draw water, and I say to her, Please give me a little water from your pitcher to drink, and she says to me, Drink, and I will draw for your camels also. Let her be the woman whom the Lord has appointed for my master's son. But before I had finished speaking in my heart, there was Rebekah coming out with her pitcher on her shoulder, and she went down to the well and drew water. And I said to her, Please let me drink. And she made haste and let her pitcher down from her shoulder and said, Drink, and I will give your camels a drink also. So I drank, and she gave the camels a drink also. Then I asked her and said, Whose daughter are you? And she said, The daughter of Bethuel, Nahor's son, 
whom Milcah bore to him. So I put the nose ring on her nose and the bracelets on her wrists. And I bowed my head and worshiped the Lord and blessed the Lord God of my master Abraham, who had led me in the way of truth to take the daughter of my master's brother for his son. Now, if you will deal kindly and truly with my master, tell me. And if not, tell me that I may turn to the right hand or to the left. Then Laban and Bethuel answered and said, The thing comes from the Lord. We cannot speak to you either bad or good. Here is Rebekah before you. Take her and go. Let her be your master's son's wife, as the Lord has spoken. And it came to pass, when Abraham's servant heard their words, that he worshipped the Lord, bowing himself to the earth. Then the servant brought out jewelry of silver, jewelry of gold, and clothing, and gave them to Rebekah. He also gave precious things to her brother and to her mother. And he and the men who were with him ate and drank and stayed all night. Then they arose in the morning and said, Send me away to my master. But her brother and her mother said, Let the young woman stay with us a few days, at least ten. After that she may go. And he said to them, Do not hinder me, since the Lord has prospered my way. Send me away so that I may go to my master. So they said, We will call the young woman and ask her personally. Then they called Rebekah and said to her, Will you go with this man? And she said, I will go. So they sent away Rebekah their sister and her nurse, and Abraham's servant and his men. And they blessed Rebekah and said to her, Our sister, may you become the mother of thousands, of tens of thousands, and may your descendants possess the gates of those who hate them. Then Rebekah and her maids arose, and they rode on the camels and followed the man to the servant. So the servant took Rebekah and departed. Now Isaac came from the way of Beer Lahai Roy, for he had dwelt in the south. And Isaac went out to meditate in the field in the evening, and he lifted up his eyes and looked. And there the camels were coming. Then Rebekah lifted her eyes, and when she saw Isaac, she dismounted from her camel. For she had said to the servant, Who is this man walking in the field to meet us? The servant said, It is my master. So she took a veil and covered herself. And the servant told Isaac all the things that he had done. Then Isaac brought her into his mother Sarah's tent, and he took Rebekah, and she became his wife, and he loved her. So Isaac was comforted after his mother's death. Amen. And so we looked at the first portion of this, uh, this uh, chapter uh, last week, and uh, we'll look at, at that uh, just to summarize the first point here. Abraham sent his servant on a mission, and the mission was to find a bride for his son, Isaac. And the reason was because Abraham was well stricken in years. You remember that? Last week we said that uh, the ancient Jews said that if between the ages of 60 and 70, that's the commencement of old age, 60 to 70. From 70 to 80, that's the gray-headed age, all right? <laughs> right? And 80 plus, that's the well-stricken-in-years age, all right? So, uh, so Abraham was well-stricken in, uh, in years. But Sarah, over in chapter 23, Sarah had passed away. She had gone home to be with the Lord. And Abraham was about 140 years old at this time. Uh, Sarah uh, passed away at the age of 127. And uh, Isaac was... Uh, about at this time when he sends uh, when Abraham sends his servant Isaac was about 40 years old and so 
it was time for him to be married. And Abraham knew that Isaac would be the one through whom God would fulfill his promises. And so he sends his servant. Now, in this, in this picture where you have Abraham, the servant, Isaac, the son, and then Rebekah, the bride, you see a picture of God the Father, Jesus, the promised son, the servant, God the Holy Spirit, and Rebekah, the bride, or representing the church, the bride of Christ. And you see, today, God the Holy Spirit, he is searching out in the world the bride to bring to the promised son, the Lord Jesus. Amen? It's a beautiful, beautiful picture. Remember that Isaac was the son of promise. And he was also the son that God required of Abraham to take up onto the mountain and sacrifice him. And Abraham obeyed, but just as he was about to plunge the, the knife, the voice of the Lord, Abraham, Abraham, do the boy no harm. And God provided the lamb or the ram in the bush. But symbolically, you see how that Isaac is a typology of Jesus Christ, the promised son, who would come from the Father and go to the cross. And then Jesus told the disciples that after he died, he would rise up from the dead on the third day, and that he would eventually go back to heaven, but he would not leave them comfortless, but he would send God the Holy Spirit, who would come in and indwell all those who believe in Jesus. And the, the ministry of God the Holy Spirit is to reveal truth to us and to proclaim and to exalt the Lord Jesus Christ. For he fulfills the Father's will by proclaiming Christ and searching out the bride of the Lord of which we are the church. Amen. It's a beautiful, beautiful picture. And so this mission was to find the bride. And he goes to northern Syria, Mesopotamia. And he said to Abraham's family, not from the Canaanites. Abraham said, do not take a wife from the Canaanites. And why? Because they were an immoral people. Filthy, sexually immoral. He said, we will not, we will not take a wife from these people, but go to my people, believers, those who trust in the Lord. And we mentioned why he was sent, because Abraham and Sarah were both, well, Sarah had gone home to be with the Lord, and Abraham was old. So the servant departed, as we look at the second portion here, and notice that the servant was obedient. The scripture says he got up the next day, he gathered uh, several men and at least ten camels. Ten camels. <coughs> and they gathered all kinds of gifts. And you see, God the Holy Spirit is the one who imparts to God's people all of the various gifts, spiritual gifts, as well as abilities and talents, enabling God's people to serve Him effectively. 
And then notice that he prayed for God's help. He prayed for God's help. We need to pray for God's help. Not just once, not just twice, but all the time and in everything that we do. Praying for God's help. And then he made specific requests. He had, he had specific needs. And he shared those needs. And when we pray, we need to be specific about our prayers. Now, we set a goal, a goal of $3,000 for the Lottie Moon Christmas offering. And our convention has set a goal of $200 million for international missions. That's very specific, isn't it? Yes, indeed. And we pray that the Lord will enable us to reach that. And notice also that he worshipped God. Abraham's servant believed in the Lord. Now, notice our third point here, that God fulfilled the servant's requests. Because he didn't make just one request. He made several in his prayer. Now, how big is your God? How big is your God? All-powerful. What does that mean? He is omnipotent. God is able to do what is considered impossible. Jesus said, what is, what is not possible with men is possible with God. God is able to do the impossible. Now notice when he prays, the servant, he had both a willing and obedient heart, and he prays on behalf of Abraham. He asks for, for God to show kindness, and that the word that's actually translated kindness is the Hebrew word hesed which really means, in English, loyal love. Loyal love. God's loyal love. God is faithful. God loves His children. God loves you. He loves me. He loves the entire human race. And He loved Abraham. They had a special and unique relationship. You see, the Bible teaches that our God is the God of relationships. And we, we studied this morning in our Sunday school lesson. And if, you, if you're not in Sunday school, you need to be in Sunday school to study the Bible. It's a part of discipleship. We come to know Jesus as our Savior and we become His disciples, but we're supposed to grow in our discipleship. And one way we grow is together in Bible study as we study God's Word. But he had a special relationship. And everyone who comes to know the Lord must come to know Him in a personal relationship. Giving their heart and their life to Christ. And notice he prays on behalf of, of Abraham. Show my master kindness. And he prays and he says, Lord, very specific, let the first woman who lets down her pitcher and I ask her for a drink, she says, yes, that she'll give me a drink, but not just that, but that she'll also 
water my camels. On average, a camel drinks about five gallons of water at a time. There were 10 camels. They're talking about 50 gallons of water, right? And I think a gallon of water is like four or five pounds, right? So add that up. And notice that she, she didn't hesitate. Now I wonder, would the average American young lady Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And notice she offers. He prays. And he says, even before he finished speaking, God had already sent her. And she was already saying, Well, sure, I'll give you a drink and I'll water your camels too. So she demonstrates the kind of person that she was. And notice. He recognizes, and he begins to worship the Lord, and he, he gives her gifts, precious gifts. And we said that these, these gifts, somewhere between four and five ounces of gold. Well, today, an ounce of gold goes for between $1,800 to $2,000 an ounce. So it was quite a gift that he gave, all right? Quite a gift. Abraham, the Lord, had blessed. He was very wealthy. So those of you who think it's a sin to be wealthy, that is not, that is just not correct, right? If God chooses to bless someone and to, to make them extremely wealthy, that's God's prerogative. Abraham was, was rather wealthy. Now, he goes home, she invites him home, and, and they're able to, uh, uh, to meet her family and such, and the servant is very focused, notice that. He doesn't allow himself to be distracted. They prepare a feast for him and his men, and he says, I will not eat until I share with you what my master's mission is. And so then he explains everything, and of course, now notice, her family recognized that the Lord's hand was in this. All of these natural, everyday things going on yet, all orchestrated by God from above. All orchestrated by God the Holy Spirit as he leads this servant to the right family, to the right person, to the right woman. And well, we read there, they wanted her to stay for about 10 days. I mean, and that's reasonable, isn't it? It's, it's reasonable. It's not unreasonable what they were requesting. But the servant was very focused. He said, don't hinder me. And they said, well, let's ask the woman. Now, notice there are those within the world who want you to believe that the Bible is anti-woman. Nothing could be further from the truth. Do you know that it's because of the Bible that women have actually been elevated to their rightful position, side by side the man co-equal together with the man walking side by side that's why she was taken from man's side because she is his equal they call her and they ask her what her decision is they could have said you're going to go with him but they didn't do that or they could have said you're going to stay but they didn't do that either 
They were sensitive enough to know that God, God was directing. So they asked her, and notice her willing heart. Like Mary, when the angel came to Mary, and she said, let it be. Let it be unto your servant, as the Lord has determined. Amen? So she agrees to go. And Isaac and Rebekah, and eventually we read the story here. Now, this journey, because, you know, the Bible has a, uh, the Lord in his word has a very effective way of making things concise. <laughs> He's very efficient with respect to, to uh, communicating. But the journey was 450 miles in each direction. So you're talking about a 900-mile trip that this servant made. So along the way, because it doesn't tell us how long it took, but my goodness, it took several weeks, if not months. But do you suppose that the servant talked about Isaac to Rebecca on the way and talked about what kind of a person he is? And do you suppose that she maybe had a question or two that she might have asked? And then they come to the location, and there is Isaac walking in the field, and he sees the camels, and you know the rest of the story. Amen. So what do we learn from these passages? God rewards faith. Special relationship. Amen. Over in Matthew, the Lord teaches in the, in the Sermon on the Mount that our Father God provides everything that we need because He loves us. And then God rewards obedience, humility. Obedience gives evidence of humility. See, the person who thinks too highly of themselves refuses to obey. But the humble obey. And then notice that God answers prayer. I asked you earlier, how big is your God? Do you believe that God will answer your prayers? Yes, he does. Now, there are at least three different answers, right? He can say yes. He can also say no. That's an answer. Because people say, well, he didn't answer my prayers. He didn't, he didn't answer my prayer. No, well, maybe he said no. <laughs> That's an answer, too. Just like you tell your kids or your grandkids. No. And the third, not yet. Wait. But he answered this man's prayer, and that prayer was immediate. The scripture teaches, but my God shall supply all of your need according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. For all the promises of God are yes in Christ Jesus. Amen? Need to believe it. And then lastly, the Bible teaches that effectual prayer is biblical, specific and practical. Empowered by God the Holy Spirit who enables us to pray. And the Bible says that, that the Spirit prays and, and puts into to a prayer things that we can't even put in you know, in, into words. Certain things that we think or feel, he is able to present that prayer before God the Father to the glory of the Son, the Lord Jesus. Over in James it says, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous person avails much. 
Well, as we enter the Christmas season, let's continue to share the message of God's love. The love of Christ. He came for the sole purpose of saving the human race by going to the cross and paying that penalty. We're going to stand, we're going to sing just as I am. And maybe you're here today and you've never received Jesus as your Savior. Come down the aisle, receive him, or follow him in believer's baptism, or officially join this church. Just come forward as we sing. You come to the Lord. Amen. pray that you have been blessed by today's lessons from God's Word, and we invite you to contact us with any questions that you may have, especially questions regarding your relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. We want to help you with your walk of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and with your understanding of His Holy Word, the Bible. Our contact information is listed in the podcast show notes. May God richly bless you.